Hi, this is Bill Enyart with Reflections from the River. Thirteen months ago, the daughter of a high school friend asked me to write about my memories of her father. She had heard me mention him in one of my podcasts about the good old high school days at Sandwich, Illinois High School. Greg Bears died more than 25 years ago due to complications from juvenile diabetes. His daughter was 17 at the time. Life intervenes to delay the best of intentions. A severe bicycle crash resulting in a shoulder broken in two places and a couple of broken ribs with a surgery to plate the bones in place and another to remove the stainless steel plate and five screws impacted my ability to type. Months of physical therapy followed. Every now and then I'd remember my promise, but I'd push it off to another day. This morning, the fall rains came to Southern Illinois, and it was time to fulfill my promise to a young woman aching for memories of her father. I trundled downstairs to the library shelves in the basement rec room. I quickly found my, my sophomore and junior yearbooks, wrong high school. The file folder with the intervening reunions was right there, but no senior yearbook. I really needed that yearbook to refresh my recollection. Darn it, I couldn't have lost it. Racing back up the two flights of stairs to my usually sunny summer porch office, I found it right there on the top shelf with the five three-ring binders of writings I've started, abandoned, and intend to start again someday. Why the yearbook from 1967 was there instead of with the others from decades ago is a memory lost in time. Likely, I needed it for some other writing. My most vivid memory of Greg, like so many of my memories from high school days, centers on his car. Cars were so central to our identities as teenage boys. I drove my dad's old clunker, oil-burning, 10-year-old work truck, a Ford Ranchero, a very uncool vehicle to drive at the time. But it was wheels, as we would say. Greg, on the other hand, drove a new Pontiac Tempest Le Mans, red and white, with a single overhead cam six-cylinder engine. Well, not a hot rod, GTO. The two-door three-speed stick shift on the column was certainly one of the nicer cars any of the senior boys drove. Greg's parents were older, and if he had any siblings, uh, they too were older than we were and not much in our picture. Greg's dad, as I recall, owned a small manufacturing plant locally. I think it later ran into financial problems, but when we were in high school, his family was very well-to-do at least as compared to mine. I'd returned to Sandwich High School for my senior year after living in next door and our tribal Plano, where we'd moved the middle of my sophomore year after attending Sandwich High my freshman and first half of sophomore years. Greg was one of the first to welcome me back, even though the year before I'd played football for the hated Plano Reapers. Although Greg's parents were far wealthier than most in our largely working-class small town. He was never stuck up or snobbish. Greg and I would frequently cruise around town in his car. He was always willing to drive. Everyone liked Greg. His geniality and quick smile always present. Greg was a big kid, 
at 6'3 and 230 pounds or so, his presence filled the crowd. As the biggest player on the hapless Sandwich Indians football team, he played both offensive and defensive tackle and did a good job at it. I say we were hapless because we were 1-7 and seven with only a homecoming victory over Plano in the win column. Based on his last name and his size, Greg's nickname, at least among the football players, was Bear. Dressed in a football uniform, towering over the rest of the team, he resembled nothing so much as a large brown bear, roaring at those who would invade his space. Fierce on the football field, but otherwise among the most gentle. During that senior year football season, Craig developed some health problems, which were diagnosed as juvenile diabetes. In spite of the diabetes, Craig insisted on playing football and anchored the line, both offensively and defensively. Even though Sandwich lost most of our games that fall of 1966, Greg earned all conference honors. Ancient Greek and Roman warriors relied on the soldier to their left, as their shield was borne on their left arm, while the right carried their sword. The warriors to their left protected them from a blindside attack. Greg was my left side warrior. As the football team's defensive center, I knew with Greg lined up to my left in the tackle position, I wouldn't be blindsided. It's with great fondness that I recall the sight of Greg, sweat-soaked and dust-covered, near the end of a football practice as we charged at each other, blocking and heaving and hitting each other high and low with our shoulder pads, until Coach Hughes finally blew that chrome-plated whistle to end the play. After reviewing the yearbook, I rediscovered that Greg earned most valuable player not on the football team, but as a basketball player. In spite of his size and the impact of diabetes, Greg had the grace of a natural on the basketball floor. As I look back on those high school years, more than five decades ago now, Greg was the most well-liked boy in our class by both boys and girls. He was kind. He was generous. He loved a good time, and he was a good time. After leaving Sandwich for college in the military, I didn't come back much. I'd only see Greg at our five-year high school reunions, but he always had a smile on his face and good things to say. Even as his health declined, he never lost that warm, friendly countenance and his joy for life. I will never forget his last reunion. Even though in a wheelchair, due to the loss of a leg to diabetic complications, he was out on the dance floor dancing with his wife, Terry. Even after Greg died far too young, Terry, although she hadn't gone to Sandwich High, after Greg's death, continued to come to the class reunions. I like to think that she continued to come because we shared the love, respect, and fond memories we had of Greg with her. As Billy Joel sang, only the good die young. This is Reflections from the River with Bill Enyard. You can email me at bill at billenyard.com. That's B-I-L-L at B-I-L-L-E-N-Y-A-R-T dot com. Thanks for listening today, and here's a cheer for the bear. <laughs>